Mark Wright. For those wedded to the machines in their bedrooms, their studios, their best friend's garage or basement. For those who negotiate with the system every day to make time for the music that matters. For those who get in debt to fund the fight against the mundane. For those who stay true to their cause even in the face of income and fame through compromise. For those who feel the power of every beat. For those who keep their minds open. For those who encourage and support those pursuing their personal dream. For those who sacrifice relationships to make sure the music is heard. For those for which the music is a lifetime, not a pastime. This is Bass Agenda 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 Agenda. Everybody, welcome to Base Agenda. Andy with you for two hours. This is the show where we ask an artist, electronic music artist, to select tracks that are important to them, tell us a bit about why they're important to them, and tell us a bit more about their career as well. And this week, it's a real pleasure to have David Mazer from Spain dominating the show. If you don't know already, this guy is without a doubt uh, one of the most exciting techno artists uh, out there right now, and in fact, probably one of the most exciting techno artists to emerge in the scene for quite some time. In my opinion, Techno's needed a real kick in the ass for some time, and this guy's really doing it, showing everybody exactly what Techno is, exactly where Techno comes from, and exactly what matters. Pure quality, energy, and not playing up to trends. So in part one, I'll be playing the tracks that Dave has chosen, plus a couple of others. And in part two, Dave is going to drop a 70-minute mix of the highest quality Techno you can find. The full track list will be up on soundcloud.com slash bassagenda over the weekend. Hold tight.
started uh, with the music. Mm, I, I started with uh, to play with with some uh, digital uh, environments like Ableton, and I felt really comfortable with them. And at the same, but at the same time, it was so hard to get the, the right the right sounds. So when 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 I had the chance to to go to some people's houses and and yes, uh, listen to some hardware setup, I realized that. Uh, the, the hardware is, is, is much easier to, to work with because it's just to, when you press buttons and you uh, twist knobs you get sounds and you get sounds in the, in the proper way that I talk. Proper way means that the, the, the sounds have some more uh, harmonics, are more uh, thick, are muddy and you, you feel something more, wow, it's, 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 it's more uh, how it has to sound, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a sound uh, that you, you, you feel more comfortable with. I was like almost uh, the first three years I was uh, preparing my, my setup in the studio, I was just fighting about how to get that uh, analog sound that feeling but without using any analog instrument so i was just researching uh, and finding the right digital tools to make them sound up, uh, as analog ones because i knew that once i had the digital control i could and get i mean any sound i wanted so but once you get it you say wow i now i have no limits of that i can go uh, when, uh whatever i want i can do hardest part when you make music is to to get um, this connection between the, the 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 body and the head and and I think one of the things when when I uh, made uh, techno when I compose tracks I want people to be dancing when when I play them or when other people are playing my tracks so I always try to add at the same time one part of uh, strong rhythms, strong rhythmic patterns, and, at this, and the other part kind of more, how I would say, mental, mental part, so that I want to get people into the track, but also at the same time I'm giving them the right 
uh, strength and, and the right yeah, way of, of move the body. So trying to, to find a, a, a medium point uh, of that, trying to merge people uh, into it. Uh, this van is, 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 is new. I mean, I don't know who who, who is behind because they they keep uh, in some way uh, in some way they they keep like uh, not public. They don't say the, the names, which is also good. I mean, the important thing is uh, is the music. It's not who who you are or if you are handsome or you are dancing well. In this case, uh, they are doing a really good job. And this, this track, uh, I got it like um, a promo was like uh, two months ago or something like that. And I was so impressed the first time I listened to it that I have to, to listen like twice or three times and trying to figure out um, how, how, how many elements uh, the track had. So, so it, it's also a, a perfect track to be mixed uh, in, in a set and uh, always I have been playing it. The people in, in the, in the dashboard are uh, moving, and yes, I see them 
just uh, yes, smiling and saying, wow, that track is, is fun, it's good, it's, 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 it keeps uh, me going. the show with Rise of the Machines from the latest release from David Mesa. That was the Mick Isiv remix. Following that, the mighty track uh, that's uh, been banging dance floors uh, all over the world recently, Who Controls? David Mesa with uh, Black Asteroid. And then into uh, this incredible monster track from Soj, S-O-J, track called Astronomia Geometrica. And coming up now, a couple of tracks that inspired David to start making his own music. Techno. When I started, I was really motivated by the sounds of people like uh, Oliver O, for example, from the UK. And this, this way of feeling the vibes and, and this dark tribal techno, the way of that, I, I was really impressed how he, he could uh, mix the, the things like tribal sounds with, uh, at the same time, really futuristic sounds and, and getting a, a unique atmosphere. I mean, he was so impressed of the strength of all the productions that he was um, making. I mean, 
it was like, wow, this is really new. And at the same time, it's really futuristic, but at the same time has this passion for the rhythm that was something that I made me really to, to got into music. So yeah, definitely, one, he was one of the artists that I was most influenced about. And also many people like, uh, for example, Christian Bunch or, or Oscar Molera, for example, the, the last decade that they, it was the music they were doing like 10 years ago, but was really important for me. It was like, um, yeah, I don't know, it was a way of, of feeling that I was, uh, yeah, definitely was something that's, uh, that music I said, wow, it's not about only uh, music uh, to be dancing in the dance floor, it's more music also to, to be, um, expressing things and, and I don't know feeling it's, it's having a, a, an essence that is following you and is getting you into the, the the music every time so I don't know was was I was really impressed with that kind of uh, uh, futuristic sounds but at the same time was pure rhythm with syncopate sounds not only for uh, perform sounds but different syncopation and yeah it was like wow this is rhythm and this is what I want to do yeah. of sounds that uh, comes also from people like uh, Jeff Mills. It seems like uh, old patterns, but it sounds always new and, and always modern and always, wow, it says it's, it's, it's not about trends, it's just pure sound. And I think uh, that they, this first record that was released uh, in uh, by Olivero and other people from the UK, I mean, that is where I think that techno got interest for me in the many years ago. Um, I think they give that essence and the way of mixing the strength and mixing the, the pure rhythm and music from the Asians. I mean like people dancing uh, in the old African way and, and, and just feeling and sweating and, and just feeling the, the earth under their, their feet and at the same time thinking with the head and, and just flying and traveling to another place. 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 Flying and traveling to One of the most important things I have ever done before getting into playing music in, uh, in clubs. When I started looking for vinyls uh, 15 years ago, um, I spent so much time just looking for my sound, just spending many, many uh, uh, hours 
sitting in the vinyl shops looking for I mean maybe I, I was listening to to 100 vinyls and I was just buying one or two when I when you listen to them you say wow this is the sound I want to to give to the people this is the this is the, the tracks that represent what I want to play so I think it's really important to to make um, I would say a background of music a background of true true tracks that you care about and do and that you are really proud of them and I think that this is a, a hard, hard moment because it, it, uh, it takes years to get that I mean to have this uh, music background playing music is not only about mixing it's not about synchronizing it's about election of the tracks the most important part is not going to play because I have to do it or because I got some promos no, 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 I'm playing really the tracks that I love to play and I think it keeps the essence, the internal essence of the DJ and I think this is the more, the most important part of, um, of a DJ is this, the selection of the tracks. Uh, I even make some loops in the studio and masterize uh, old tracks and I'm always giving something new to, to the people that uh, are listening to me, so my sets so my live sets are always in some way unique, no, no one else can do it. Even, even tracks I ripped from my old vinyls and many people ask me for that, wow, how do you get that track? Uh, that track is not in detail, I said no it's not, I digitize myself from my old vinyl collection. And this is something, I mean, you can only do it if you, if you were there <laughs> at the right time. <laughs>
hard to, to be making music for yourself for many years without releasing it. I mean, because today, up today, many people, yes, they make something and they just throw out and get they upload and they start moving in Facebook, SoundCloud, whatever, because they, in some way, they, they need the, the public uh, uh, acceptation or the public validation or, or I don't know it's, it's some way of wow this is my sound what do you think I say no what do you think what is what you, you are doing your sound so you have to be happy with it before releasing it and I think this is one of the things that many people don't realize that uh, the, the, the first criticism has to be done by the artist in the studio so um, you, your track will be as good as you want the, the, the first the person that has to be really convinced of the work is yourself. So I think it's, it's, uh, it takes time. If you like, you will be able to, to defend the track and you will be able to promote it properly. Making tracks, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, the process, I think it's quite personal. I mean, in the way that something that uh, works for me is not going to work for, for other people. But sure, I can give some guides. Uh, at least so I spend maybe uh, the first days one week uh, ten days two weeks just me just preparing the, the layers that I will be using when composing the final the final track so you want to make a, a, a good uh, baseline just spend one one uh, evening doing that I mean don't don't go from from doing a baseline to going to a going to a rhythm pattern or I mean just focus on one thing and get them some properly
using entropy. Uh, this is um, a track that keeps the essence also from, from these uh, spicy scenes with uh, future, really futuristic sounds, but at the same time, um, it's really a, a, a quick track. I mean, it's um, when you are playing it, you can feel all the, the, the strength that has inside and all the dynamic movement. And it has, I think it's one of the more complex tracks in terms of, uh, of uh, notes and um, MIDI programmation evolution. I have, it has uh, hundreds of different notes and trying to, 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 they are just moving and changing the scale and changing the pitch. So I think you can feel that spicy atmosphere that surrounds you and that, um, I don't know, it's, 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 uh, at the same time, it's, it's a really dynamic track and I don't know, it's really good to play in the dance floor. Yeah. Uh, it was the, the first track that Beth um, Clark was also uh, really um, playing in many sets and many hicks. So, yeah, definitely it was the first track that was uh, known for many people that was following Dave Clark and was say, wow, that track he's playing a lot, I'm going to discover who is that guy or what more tracks he's doing. and you're listening to Bass Agenda. It's, it's so amazing that the work he does because uh, there, are, there are no many big names that uh, uh, spend time listening to, news, to new producers. Uh, uh, not only listening but also playing. He, he's always looking for new sounds, for new people and giving a chance to many many new new producers that are into, into wants to go into techno but they, that they don't have the, the, the chance to do so and he, he, he gives a chance and it's, it's amazing you know there are no 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 many people that uh, big names that are doing that and yeah I think I'm really thankful for for that.
extremely important track for me because I think it was, it was, I would say, the first track that I um, was uh, in some way known by uh, the general public. I'm really happy about that. Uh, it was released in Pareto, in Pareto Park, the, the George Lannan label, and yours, uh, they, uh, he takes care about uh, promotion, and it's, it's, it's amazing because many labels Maybe sometimes they, they release a vinyl, some other time they don't. Promotion is also as important as releasing in the right format. And I think George is, is, is he's making a really good job with the label. It's not only about your friends or the people that is following you, that the people that are following you, but but uh, big producers and many people who are playing and, and you get your track played in many sets and people want to know about you. And so I'm really happy with that. This is George Lanham and you're listening to Bass Agenda. It's uh, a completely different track from the type of tracks that I used, I mean, used to do because it's a, I think it's a little slower and darker and with all these voices and the saturated sounds and I don't know, it's, it's a unique piece of work that I made and I'm really happy because when I made the track I was just uh, experimenting with uh, different sounds and I was trying to make something yeah, different from the uh, rhythmic uh, songs that I used to used to do and I think I'm really happy because it was my first approach to that and I was getting uh, interesting songs so yeah definitely it was it was nice for me
I try to make a complex track and, and a really um, strong and thick track but starting and using just simple elements. So Machines Are Alive, you listen to it, how it's produced, how it's masterized, and the, 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 the sounds are clear sounds, they are dry sounds, but at the same time, they are, it's, it's a track which is really mathematical. I mean, everything has its uh, slope of time, there are no sounds uh, moving uh, through, through a different compass, so it's quite uh, geometrical, and at the same time, I mean, music sometimes is about mathematics, and I think it, it, it is about that. It's like a, a drawing in, in a square, um, um, because that track, um, as you are, as I'm not using many, many elements. There are a few of them, but with, with you can add some effects to add them. For example, some uh, reverb to the to the snare, some reverb to the to the kick, and so you can give them more space, but at, um, a more body, but at the same time giving them the right as a frequency a space. What I think uh, sometimes music we forget, and we have many many elements, and we forget that any of them has to have a, a, a frequency band, uh, although small, but unique frequency band to, to to occupy and so that we can listen to them so I think Machine Shadow Life keeps uh, all the rules on it and, and yeah definitely sounds sounds good for me yeah too noticed so uh, we've got time for just one promo this week and that is from Alavux from his forthcoming Coitus EP on Alhena Records this is uh, this next track is Coitus 1 following that we're going to get into Tim Wolf with Arpeggio the final selection from David before we launch into his incredibly powerful mix
keeps the, the essence of uh, so pure techno music. It sounds to Detroit. Uh, that is a kind of, of, of music that I uh, have always loved. As I said before, I love uh, almost all the tracks that Jeff Mills uh, have been doing, doing, has been doing during the last 15 years and uh, other people like Robert Hood. So basically, Tim Wolf in, in that track is um, is uh, is playing with the, the the scenes with some saturation and playing with the notes and the, the decay and attack, which is something I also really love to do. So with when I am playing with synthesizers, and it keeps uh, so it, it has some moments of more melodic track with the, uh, with a short decay, and then it start playing and, and, and becoming more aggressive. Yes, when he start giving. Uh, uh, more decay in the scene and you can feel it how the sound is, is getting thicker thicker and with more body with more strength and it's the kind of music I love the one that it keeps this strength but at the same time it's so mental and it keeps you inside the evolution I think this is a masterpiece yeah. David's mix is coming up in uh, about a minute's time. Whilst that heats up, uh, he'll be talking to you briefly about his experience of playing at Trezor, legendary club, of course, the holy grail for many techno DJs. Also in his mix, you're going to hear his new track, Descending Into The Abyss. Stay locked. Guest mix time on base agenda. You motherfuckers need to get up and shake it. Get up and shake it. Get up and shake it. This is the big maser from Spain and you are listening to the fucking base agenda. started playing techno with, with my first vinyl like 12 years ago most most wanted place I would like ever to, to go to play was Tresor because it's 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 so dark it's, it's, it's so um, you can feel all the pressure in the place you can feel all, all the decibels yes uh, inside you and Tresor keeps the, the pure techno sound so they can choose not only to good DJs but also to DJs that are at the same time producers and that are giving a, a unique uh, um, 
to work a unique sound to the people who, who go there to, to see that. So yeah, basically it was like, wow. When they, they called me to, to go there, uh, I was so shocked because uh, it, it was the, the reward after uh, uh, four years of, of spending every single weekend in the studio. <laughs>
it's Glenn. I'm producing Radical G, which is an electronic musical concept influenced by EBM sounds and rave moves. Enjoy the show.
the in the set that uh, I've recorded for the for Bass Agenda, you can hear one of the upcoming tracks, which is called "Descending into the Abyss." And yeah, this is one of the tracks that is uh, is coming in a, a one of the labels I have more uh, more respect in the uh, in the techno scene, and you will discover. I'm not sure if I can disclose the name up today, but uh, anyway. Will be will be a massive uh, IP, so yeah, I think uh, it's worth to to wait for it. In the next months, I'm releasing like um, three new IPs. I mean, I think uh, two of them will be before the end of the year, and uh, maybe a couple of them more will be in 2015.